Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Every day, I bring you breaking AI news, diving into the implications it has in your life and business. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast and getting your company in front of thousands of AI enthusiasts every day, there's an email in the description. Finally, make sure you are on the waitlist for the AI Box platform, a tool we are building to allow you to automate virtually any task with AI tools. Find it at AIbox.ai. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Microsoft has a big announcement that many believe is set to launch the Bing chat into the, I don't know, into this atmosphere. It's, it's going to essentially be a really big move for Bing Chat as they are now integrating this into enterprise. They're making a very big enterprise play. So today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into what exactly Microsoft is doing, what their plans are with this Bing Chat, and how we think this is going to impact AI in enterprise. So the big story here is that Bing's uh, it, it essentially they're making what is called Bing Chat Enterprise, and they took the wraps off of their business-centric chatbot at this annual Inspire conference they recently did. You know, it's the same conference that they announced they would be uh, having Meta's new Llama 2 model on Microsoft Azure as like the preferred kind of cloud platform. But in any case, they made a bunch of big announcements there, and this is one of them. So they've actually drawn a lot of attention to this solution's robust data privacy and gover- uh, governance controls. What a lot of people I've heard of like about um, Microsoft and their Azure Play is that you know, a lot of people have been selling um, their core, their, everyone inside of their company, their organizations don't put private data, don't put company data into these AI chatbots, ChatGPT, et cetera, et cetera, because the problem is there's privacy leaks. Um, you know, there's people that are reviewing the responses on OpenAI's end that could be seeing this confidential data. So all sorts of, you know, abilities for private data to be leaked um, through these AI models. And so I think something that a lot of people really in people really like about Microsoft's solution is that on their Azure platform, you have the ability to have hosted locally, you know, on your own server, hosted um, AI models like ChatGPT, including ChatGPT. That was actually one of the uh, one of the special rules, one of the special deals that Microsoft got was that when they made this massive investment into OpenAI, um, they were able to host ChatGPT on its own instance on the Microsoft Azure platform for organizations, enterprise, companies to be able to use. And so um, that is completely safe because it's on its own service. It's on its own server. And so, you know, companies can be assured that their data isn't going to get leaked if they have one of these kind of um, specific setup servers with their own instance of ChatGPT on it. So in addition to this, I think corporate customers have really signaled a keen interest in leveraging AI tools. That much is obvious. The entire you know, the entire corporate industry, the entire corporate space is very, very interested in this. But of course, with all the data privacy concerns, that I think is one of the biggest reasons that have held many corporations back. So I think um, Microsoft's chief communications officer, that's Frank X. Shaw, uh, he has, you know, really been a big advocate of this. Um, And I think with Bing Chat Enterprise, he assured the data put in um, into these AI models especially on the Bing chat enterprise model, stays in the model. It stays safe. 
um, granting enterprises secure access to optimized answers, heightened efficiencies, and fresh avenues for innovation, right? That's what, the, that's what they're saying. But really what's happening is with this new Bing Chat Enterprise tool, companies are able to get, you know, more than just ChatGPT, especially because ChatGPT took away the, uh, the public browsing capabilities. So they're able to get Bing, um, Bing Chat, which has got the internet on it, and it's got, you know, ChatGPT built into it. And companies can rest assured that when they put something into this, when they put private data into this, it stays in the model. It doesn't go anywhere. It's never used to retrain or to, um, you know, make more data. It's not getting sucked into a database somewhere. Um, this is all kept absolutely confidential. I think that's what people really want to hear. So I think this fear was initially realized when Apple clamped down on internal uses of tools like OpenAI's ChatGPT and also GitHub's Copilot. Um, and then we had people like Samsung, Verizon, Bank of America, Walmart, Chase Bank, and a bunch of others. So as with a, like, according to a Cyberhaven survey, an alarming 6.5% of employees have reportedly pasted company data into ChatGPT, and 3.1% have even copied sensitive data into ChatGPT. So obviously this is an issue. I think that's what, you know, made these companies essentially make mandates that their employee employees could not use these kind of tools but apart from you know really tightened data controls i think bing chat enterprise parallels bing chat's functionality so launching in preview mode it can respond to queries with text graph charts and images it can even generate messaging for for a new product or make product comparisons using sensitive data such as um, product specs and pricing, right? So imagine Apple's going to be launching the new version of the iPhone and uh, they need some sort of spec pricing overview or whatever for their website. Obviously, Apple's a big enough company that you should probably just hire a person to manually do this. But you can think other companies, let's say a smaller company with something that's sensitive data, they don't want to release this. They can now actually use ChatGPT to generate this kind of content without worrying that this data, that the information that the specs is going to get leaked or could be leaked. You know, it's not necessarily everyone's worried that this definitely is going to get leaked. This information definitely is going to get out there. But it's kind of just a worry that, like, it's possible. Like, this might get leaked. This might go out there. So the soon-to-be-unveiled visual search feature is also going to take Bing Chat Enterprise to the next level. We've seen something very similar yesterday out of uh, Google Bard, where essentially you're able to... Um, upload images into this thing and it's able to use images for search or images as inputs so you could in essentially with the google bard one it was really impressive they had someone take a screenshot of an app on their phone throw it in there and say um give me the code to generate this app and it was able to do that with like a timer app um, that they screenshotted so very very impressive it's going to be impressive if bing enterprise gets this this is something that we know gpt4 has the capabilities of doing but sometimes they don't release all the capabilities of gpt4 right away and honestly a lot of times bing chat actually gets them ahead of G chat gpt so uh, that may be the case here and i think that that's really going to allow the ai to answer questions about uploaded images find related content on the web uh, visual search started rolling out today in bing chat i'm assuming they're doing this because you know Google Bard did it yesterday, so now all of a sudden they're like, boom, we can't be behind the you know, behind the ball, let's launch it today. And that's going to be on mobile and also web platforms, which I, which I think is going to be great. So Microsoft's consumer chief marketing officer, that's Yusuf Med, and also Jared Spetaro, who is a CVP of Modern Work and Business Apps, really, they detailed the workings of visual search in a blog post. But essentially, it just allows users to upload images and scour the web for related content. Bing then understands the image context, interprets it, and answers different questions about it. So 
Bing Chat Enterprise will be accessible whenever Bing Chat, wherever Bing Chat is supported. So, you know, bing.com slash chat, I think is where most people would get that. Microsoft's Edge browser has a little sidebar for it. Um, but soon it's also going to be with Windows Copilot, which is a brand new feature that is going to be brought to all new Windows devices. So subscriptions are free for Microsoft 365, E3, E5, Business Standard, Business Premium customers. And also a standalone offering is going to be available for $5 per user per month in the future. Um, I think automatic activations of Bing Chat Enterprise is triggered once an employee logs into Bing using their organizational Microsoft account. So I think there's an increasing pressure to cash in on viral AI chatbot technologies like Bing Chat, which reportedly cost OpenAI tens of millions in processing. I think someone calculated around $63 million just to train GPT-4. Now, of course, they have all the compute that has to run every single time you ask a question, it's costing them money. Um, and so I think that that's what they, they, you know, they spent tens of millions of dollars in January alone. And then meanwhile, um, some people are saying that uh, financial experts are predicting that Bing Chat powered by OpenAI's ChatGPT4 model needs a massive $4 billion infrastructure investment to really cater to all Bing users' queries. So I think that's going to be pretty massive, of course. Um, and then I think the introduction of Bing Chat Enterprise is a follow-up to the recent unveiling of GitHub's Copilot for Business, um, Microsoft's $20 a month AI code implementation tool for the enterprise. In parallel, OpenAI launched ChatGPT+, Plus, which is a premium service, um, offering priority access to novel features and upgrades over the base level ChatGPT. If you don't have GPT Premium, like really you need it to get GPT-4, which is the best version of ChatGPT. So if you use ChatGPT, highly recommend upgrading to GPT-4. I've had it for a number of months and it has definitely been a game changer as far as the quality of the results that come out of it. Um, I think this is going to be really big. I'm excited to see what happens with Bing Chat Enterprise. Um, how this pushes the area for the, the industry forward, essentially by allowing more com more companies and enterprises to um, engage with AI chatbots. I think this is going to be massive, and I think this is going to be really big implementa uh, implications for the entire industry as more people essentially are onboarded and are going to be using these tools on a regular basis. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure to check out our Discord channel and Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can share software tools and prompts we're using in AI every day. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.